Hey guys, what's up, bro? Oh shit, Sailor in the building. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can I say hi? <laughs> what's up, bro? <laughs> That's good. I'll smack your Ooh. butt. You'll what? I'll smack your butt. You're gonna smack their butt? Yeah. Why? I'll I'll smack your butt at the screen. At the Ooh. screen? What are you no, talking Don't break about? his computer. He needs this one to work. <laughs> I'm going to spank your butt for the first time ever. Oh, nice to slide that in. Yeah, we know you spank her, Mitch. I've never, I've never spanked her. <laughs> yeah, okay. I swear to God. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. I got it on tape. Get your ass in here now. <laughs> it's for the recording. ever back with two of my best buds welcome to papa don't preach my name is obi i'm here with mitch how you doing mitch i'm doing well i'm doing well how are you i'm doing great man i'm also here with zan zan how are you doing why do you laugh uh... <laughs> you to say some depressing shit I just, I just know that you know i know how i feel and you're such but you feel great though don't you yeah i feel great everything's fine I'm like that. I'm 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 that dog meme. That meme, yeah. I'm the dog meme. Everything's on fire, but I'm fine. (laughs) That's been a great costume I saw over and over on the gram. Um, How am I doing? Uh, I've been stress eating, (laughs) 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 or just or just pretending I'm more stressed than I am, just so I can eat more, which is what I want. Uh, But I don't know. Overall, okay. this election should not be as close as, as it is. And uh, there's a large amount of this population that just doesn't give a fuck about who Trump is and racism and, and neo-Nazis and a quarter of a million people dying from mismanagement of a, of a virus uh, and a, a long list of other things. Anyways, but yeah, great, man. <laughs> yo, yo, YOLO, YOLO. <laughs> I'm even YOLO right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, Zan, why have you been stress eating? Uh, what have you been eating? What have I? Uh, what ate? What have you large, been eating? Most of a large pizza. Uh, I had three slices of pizza this morning for breakfast. Oh, nice. damn. Leftovers from last night. More protein. I did work out, though. Working out was, was nice. It was helpful. Then I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I had some baked lays. Just, you know, nothing too crazy. Sounds like your high sodium diet. Yeah, sodium diet. yeah. You got those. You got those white boy lactose farts or what? <laughs> <laughs> Just Putin as you're working out. Nothing more than usual though, but yeah. <laughs> but luckily, yeah, we're okay. All right, that's good. Hi, hey, um, so you guys. <laughs> that's depressing, but that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, all right, that's all right. Let's move it on. I, I called nine one one and sent them to your house. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, boys, Halloween. How did it end up? How'd you guys do? 
Well, we made out with, we bought two bags of candy for trick-or-treaters that we were hoping would not come by, and they didn't, so <laughs> I've been eating them. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Isabella had a couple outfit changes. We did a neighborhood parade for the kids, like a socially distanced neighborhood parade, which was really nice and kind of felt like it was normal. Um, uh, yeah, I did a scavenger hunt, and a scavenger hunt for my neighbor's niece and Isabella in their backyard. So just, you know, two kids and all socially distanced. And uh, it was, it was, it was nice. I was really expecting people to come by, but our, our neighborhood was quiet. No one came by at all. And our, uh, usually every year the neighborhood is very lively. Um, And so, yeah, I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised. How do you have Uh, a scavenger hunt for a two year old? I mean, you put it, it right in very, front of them. It was very easy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very easy. Anyways, Obi? Well, mine was, uh, it was pretty normal. You know, me and, uh, I got a bunch of videos from the Bozo. Um, what they did was uh, they just had Ozo walk up to the house multiple times, get candy, and he would run away. So he just trick-or-treated at his own house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he looked terrifying. Yeah, he was dressed up as the saw puppet, and he had a tricycle, and it was nightmare fuel. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Liz learned the the hard way. You know, she put the face paint without like putting any like like without rubbing Vaseline or anything on his cheeks. And so once she put it on, he just kind of like wiped his face and just had it smeared across his face. Oh man, what yeah, does the Vaseline do? Does it hold the it holds the paint? Or yeah, you can uh, hold the paint. Some people use like the spf sunscreen you just rub it all around uh but it holds the paint in place um but yeah that was what he did i got a bunch of videos of that i didn't do anything i did standard couple thing me and shannon just dressed up as each other and (laughs) i went to target and she got me these like because she has you know false nails uh i got the press-ons like the glue-on uh fake nails still wearing them I'm not, you know what? I still have glue on my fingers and I realize I don't know why women do that. That like impeded me at every single turn. I couldn't type on my, I just had to get used to it. But I, I realized why, you know, some girls look so dainty when they're trying to poke things. I just, I I couldn't use my hands. I was just (laughs) trying to open it. I was trying to grab my phone. I had to like, I was like one of those like Chuck E. Cheese claws trying to grab some stuff off the, off the table. But uh, yeah, it was just a normal night really is what it was play some bocce ball <laughs> normal night normal night you dressing up as a lady yeah pretty much it's <laughs> <laughs> a normal night in drag bro. <laughs> oh my god as i'm just sitting here listening to your story i'm just like just smiling and shaking my head just like, <laughs> jesus christ hey, do you man do you obi well, uh, you, you've known me to you you've known me to dress in drag before Mitch. you shouldn't yeah. be surprised <laughs> <laughs> no but when you were explaining your nail problem I was just... you know what's the weirdest part is like even though it was a costume like and i was just getting these nails i had like i were looking at them and shannon's like oh get these ones i was like no i want those ones i'm like what am i doing <laughs> These would look better with my outfit. Yeah, I'm like this would go better. I think it, my skin tone. This would pop a little more. <laughs> oh my god! But Mitch, what? How did your little <laughs> house crawl go? Your super uh, spreader event? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Uh, so we went to my buddy's house. Um, 
they have uh, two kids, and uh, my buddy uh, Chris and um, uh, his wife's uh, his wife's two sisters came over. They each have a kid, so it was just a few kids running around. We were outside. Um, the their neighbor across the street they were holding a concert so they had three bands come out but all the kids were separated we were all separated um you know drank a little bit out front um any kids we put out a a table with candy if any other kids were out actually out trick-or-treating and yeah it was it was pretty mellow it was it was fun it was fun there was nothing nothing too crazy i'm I'm glad to hear that you guys are being responsible because on my Instagram feed, as Shannon so graciously put it, it looks like everybody thought coronavirus took the weekend off and they were just partying. <laughs> it was kind of nuts. I didn't see any of that. I didn't. I mean, I, I wasn't really looking, but it's it's kind of I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I had a little bit of FOMO. So that's true. I was that night I was telling Tony, I'm like, I just want to get fucked up and party. Um, but I, but I <laughs> was holding off just because, you know. Uh, I've been feeling some of the, you know how some people who've got COVID they they have some lasting uh, issues. I've been feeling like like a sore throat and like some weird earache on and off. So that definitely kept me from raging in my own house. I guess. Uh, yeah. You got it again, didn't you? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, hey, elephant in the room, guys. Um, we had our election last night and we what yeah we don't know who the president is yet and we have one old man who is telling everybody that we're going to count every vote and we have another old man saying no need i won so Jesus. anybody else you know like you know i'm all easy 2020 you know i'm easy 2020 so i'm very disappointed right now that nobody turned out for king kanye uh, <laughs> Have you guys been crazy? He's crazy as fuck too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it'd be no different. All the votes for him, the majority of the votes for him on a map I saw were in the South and Midwest. Yeah, it's and weird. That that's all. That, that's all where the votes came in. Um, well, he's from Chicago, right? Yeah, he's yeah, from Tri Town. Yeah, yeah. He got sixty thousand votes. That's pretty impressive. No. It's it's just sixty sixty thousand idiots. Why? Why is it why why is it an idiot? Oh my god! Uh, why? On. why why is it not? Why? why is it not? What if you can't stand either one? Why do you? Why is it that? Why is it that you guys always make this case that you have to pick one of one of those two? Uh, because if enough people vote, it actually has a huge impact on the policies that will shape our country. Mm -hmm. And if you throw your vote away on a third party that has no chance of winning, or you write in Mickey Mouse as a protest vote, yeah, it's your right, but it's still stupid. It does nothing. Okay. It does it does nothing. And you know, when you say like I don't like the way the country is running, like you zero you have zero say. And I'm wondering if the same people who voted for Kanye even came out during the midterms or have been writing in the whole time or just thought it was a joke. They might have even voted for the first time. We don't know, but it's just very irresponsible. Yeah. Some people like, I don't care about the presidential election. I'm just going to do my local. Like I get that. 
I think we have enough people out there that do believe that. Yeah, they're idiots. We just need oh. to, we we just need to educate people properly. Um, and I don't want to yeah. live anywhere near people that don't want to do the work to make this country work better. That are just like I have my iPhone. I make enough money that I don't care what happens to anybody else in the country that my views and my voice isn't being heard. So I'm going to stay silent and complain. I don't even want to be around people like that. And well, I mean, I can under, like, I, if you don't vote, then you don't have you, your opinion. No, it doesn't matter. If you but vote if you for Kanye, Kanye, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Why? It still doesn't but matter. why? What if that's what they think it would be the best? Like, because, I, I think that's, because you because know what? they wouldn't be no. the best unless you're a, like, a, you know, a super religious crazy person as well. The it, it it just doesn't make any sense. The dude has no policy plan. He At made all. up everything on a whim. I he we haven't seen his Google Drive. Maybe he has a whole bunch of plans. Well, you can't even find <laughs> his Google Drive. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, where's your Google <laughs> Drive? You're looking, at, you're looking for floppy disks right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, but hey, I mean, speaking of you know, speaking on that, I'm like, if I don't, that's kind of a little bit what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And I know that it's been on all, all of our minds, you know, living next to the right people being in the right neighborhood. That's kind of what I wanted to get into our main topics. So how about we take a quick break and then we get into it. You guys down? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Pop it <laughs> reach. We'll be right back. <laughs> God. back here with our main topic and let's get straight into it guys i have actually been thinking about this for a long time and like i was born and raised in los angeles you know i born in inglewood spent most of my childhood in ladera heights uh towards middle school i moved up into the west valley i was doing it fancy uh you know in bell canyon i went to calabasas high school everything was great you know like i it was definitely some culture shock but I try to think back to it now that I have a kid, like what would be the best place for my kid to live and, you know, what the best place is to raise a family, you know, and I, I look at some of these top tens for best places to raise a family. And before we get into that, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to find out how you guys feel, you know, Zan, you know, where were you, where did you grow up? Like, where'd you grow up? Mitch, like Mitch, where'd you grow up? Like Zan, who, who's going to holler at me? I mean, 818, baby. <laughs> <laughs> in the San Fernando Valley, and Canoga Park, and, and then Woodland Hills. Uh, suburbs, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Canoga Park is a suburb, is it? Yeah, it is. Not it's so just much. a little hood. A little hood, yeah. And then Woodland Hills is a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that's where, I, that's where I lived until I went to college, and just, until Santa Barbara, and then came back to L.A. Um uh yeah mitch you're doing hood rat shit with your friends <laughs> donuts <laughs> yeah pranking people smoking cigs i, I was a good cars. kid 
Oh, cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Driving too fast. Listen to loud music. You remember that little kid? That was like me and my friend was doing hood rat stuff. Where he stole his grandma's fucking car. Yeah. Crashed. He like drove it to Walmart or some shit. Priceless. He had like six cars on his way to Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me and my friends just doing hood rat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew up uh, in Thousand Oaks um, my whole entire life. And then uh, when I met uh, my wife, we, <laughs> we we moved to Los Angeles. We were off of uh, FIG for a while. Uh, she was going to school. I'd already, uh, I was already done with school. Uh, then we were in Sherman Oaks. Then we were in Sino. Then we were back in Thousand Oaks, and in Sino, so, and then we got robbed, and yeah, so oh, we got out your house there. got robbed. Yeah, I remember we were, when we were working on X Factor, and they stole like they took all of my wife's jewelry, like her grandmother's uh, wedding ring, and uh, I mean everything. I remember coming home after work from coming home from the studios. And Amanda was staying at her parents' house, and she had took, taken our dogs over there. And I walked into her bedroom, and I was just like, what the fuck was this chick looking for? <laughs> like, everything. Was just, just drawers oh, open. Man. I'm like, oh. Like, I called her, and I was like, did you find what you were looking for? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, our bedroom. Like, what? And she, she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, well, if you didn't do this, then we were robbed. Oh, and <laughs> wow. Then I'm like, yeah, like our living room. They were trying to get out our PlayStation. I think I pretty much. I think I'm pretty sure I came home while they were still in the house, and so that's why they weren't able to uh, get our big screen and unplug the PlayStation at the time. Thank they, God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bummed I didn't catch them, but <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh, yeah. Then we we came back to Thousand Oaks. Um, at one, we moved to Portland. For a minute, and then yeah, we're back here, just where it's uh, where it's all about. What what well, took you guys to Portland? Because uh, you, cause how old was Sailor when you when you did that? Uh, Sailor was born, yeah. Yeah, Sailor was definitely born. Uh, she was four. Uh, so like just just be just prior to her turning four is when we moved up there. Uh, we went up there for job opportunities. Just it's something new. Um, mm-hmm. we thought it'd be a it'd make for a better life up there. Um, you know, just with how expensive California is, just didn't work out, uh, when it came to, uh, the job that I had taken to move up there and, you know, missing, you know, family and friends, you know, just, you know, how important those things are. We made our way back. Uh, I came back quicker. Uh, Amanda was still up there, uh, her and Sailor for like a few months until they came back down. So it was it was a it was a weird experience, but it was good. How was the transition for Sailor? Like at four, you know, moving up there. Uh, she was actually fine with it because I Amanda and I drove. She flew with my mother and father in law. Oh, that is so, clever. Yeah, so that part was really easy because Amanda and I we you know we took a trailer up there, uh, filled up a U-Haul towed it up there and that drive was brutal is an understatement and <laughs> <laughs> i mean i forget what 
because we moved up there dead of winter, which was probably oh, the God. dumbest thing. I forget. I'm pretty sure we were on like the five, and there was a certain one pass up there where it has never rained so damn hard. Where I was legit shitting my pants because I couldn't see through the windshield. I'm towing something, and I'm just like, just get me the fuck out of here, please. Like it. it <laughs> But, you know, we got to see all the seasons for once. So it was, while we were up there, while we were up there, <laughs> while we were up there it was absolutely beautiful. Um, light rain, the, heavy rain. Light rain, hail. heavy rain. No, we got, <laughs> That's we, got, we got We got, we got summer. Like, the summers out there are absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, the winter is beautiful there as well. Just not driving up there during winter. There's a um, lot of rain, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not all the time. Not That's bad. the one thing keeping me from Portland. No, it's it's One it's a lot worse in Seattle, like two hours north. It does rain a lot mm. more up in Washington compared to. But honestly, it's the rain doesn't stop anyone up there from doing anything. They still just go do their shit. It's just like it's fucking raining. Who cares? That is the and exact so opposite of Los Angeles. Exactly, one hundred percent. Because it's raining, you're like, oh no, I'm staying indoors. I'm not going to go do a it's damn misting. thing. Up there, you're like, fuck it. Who cares? Like, yeah, I'm still going to go for this walk. I'm still going to go hit this hike. I'm still going to walk to the grocery store. You don't give a shit, and so, and that's why they all look the way they look. <laughs> <laughs> like dirty rat bones. <laughs> <laughs> Just like crawling out of sewers. No, <laughs> not not everyone. But like, that would work for my look. 95 percent of the people up there. There's weird. It's just a big drug problem up there. I'm surprised you didn't come back with you know. I mean, I remember when you came back in your stupid Blazers hat, but I'm surprised you didn't come back with like a big flannel, like suspenders, like a proud boy just being radicalized. <laughs> okay. back First off, the, the only reason why I had a Blazers hat on is because I was doing lift for a second up there. Only reason why, because people would ask me if I was a fan of anyone. At first I told them Lakers and then I wouldn't get a tip. So then I went out, <laughs> so then I went out and bought a fucking Blazers hat and money yeah, just started funny. coming in when I was doing a little lift on the side. So I was like, Oh, all right. So now I got to learn about CJ McCollum and freaking, yeah, I just had to learn about the Trailblazers and I actually became a little bit of a fan while I was up there because they don't have any other fucking sports teams. Very true. Only those stupid college teams. Okay. Not enough yeah. hating on Oregon. I do not recommend moving there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I've, I've been looking at that spot just for the fact of, it's hard for me not to think of like climate change in, mm-hmm. in where I want to live. And that's the spot I've been looking at. I've spent time there for work and have really enjoyed it, but the, the constant rain uh, and the kind of, and the lack of diversity is what's keeping me from just, re- you know, really wanting to, to do it. The, well, the rain also is, I do like, cause I'm looking at places that have like, a healthy amount of, of water going forward. But um, yeah, it's definitely still on the edge of it. No, it's, it's, it's I, I made it sound way worse than what it actually was. Just, it's beautiful. It, I mean, it, I, I would, I, I would, it is absolutely gorgeous up there. Right, hands down. The the hikes that you go on up there, there's so much to do out there without spending a dime, which is beautiful, especially like living out here, you know, mm-hmm. in California where we are, or at least where I'm at, I should say, because I'm way more in the suburbs than anyone. 
<laughs> there's, no, there's, there's nothing to do unless you're spending money. Right. Up well, there, a... I mean, they're like you can do something awesome every single day and not have a penny come out of your bank account, which is very rare. You know, that yes. was the contrast for me, like being out here in San Jose, I definitely got a deeper appreciation for Los Angeles because, you know, if you think LA is expensive, man, the South Bay and the Bay is crazy expensive. And, you know, this town shuts down at 10 o'clock. And, you know, if you're in LA, it was always, you know, you're, you're 45 minutes from the beach, you're an hour from the mountains, you're an hour from the desert, you're an hour from the suburbs, you know, like it there was always something to do. You can just do the, you can do the art walk and like, but the, the, the shitty thing about LA that I really hated that I actually appreciated about Oregon is like, you know, we would look at something like, Hey, do you want to pop over the border and go to Vancouver, Washington and go to the lake? And I'm like, well, how far is it? Oh, it's 20 miles. I'm like, I ain't trying to sit in traffic for two hours. Like, Oh no, it's going to take 20 minutes. I'm like, what? 20 miles in 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What? You have a time machine? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the freeways work a little bit different up there. Oh, but hands down, you know what I do have to give props to is the Portland Zoo. It is by far the greatest zoo in the fucking world, at least in my opinion. It, Counterpoint. Got, uh, year, year passes. It, we spent so much time there, but they're just their exhibits, everything there was fucking so bitching. I, I do. I definitely miss that zoo. I fucking hate zoos. I'm I'm not a fan of zoos also. I mean, but there are some that, you know, that are uh, not, uh, I was going to say research facilities, but no, we don't want that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We don't want that. No, no, they're not research facilities. They have endangered, endangered species there. Thank you. But I, I feel the same way regarding the zoos. A lot of the places, so like with Portland, like the places I've been looking at, which is, it's weird. I've been going back and not back and forth. Like we live in like Echo Park area and like in the city and we love it. Everything is walkable. Love our neighborhood. We have a nice little community of people. It's like very diverse. And that's what I want Isabella to, to continue to experience. But it's the air quality is, is like 19, nine years in a row, the worst in the nation and it keeps getting worse. I mean, it's a, uh, and also with like the impending doom of climate change, it makes me want to move out of the city. But with that, it's you know you lose the colorfulness of being here. Um, and like going off what you said, Mitch, like you know if you're out of the city, like I'm I'm thinking a little more like out of the city, up in the mountains, wise. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot more of a drive that you got to <laughs> go to to do anything. But then I'm thinking for just her overall well-being of, you know, a cleaner environment, having, <laughs> I feel like I sound crazy when I talk about this, but like, I, I'm i looking at places that have wells on the, <laughs> on the property <laughs> and they're like, out, you know, it's like 30, 40 minutes out of the city so I can set up a giant vegetable garden, right? <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's real. It's like, these are the things. But I don't think it's, you know, if we had shit under control regarding, you know, the environment and how we, I don't know, just deal with things in America, uh, I would feel 
like there's less of a need to find a spot to where we can be like self-sustainable. But Zan, weren't you, weren't you wanting to leave the country? That too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tanya is, that's where it's so hard. There's so many, I mean, you know what, honestly, like it's, it's, we're lucky to feel like, Oh, I can have options to figure out where, you know, we could live to, to where it'd be, you know, better for Isabella growing up. That's definitely a, a luxury. Uh, Tanya's still an Austrian citizen, and that's like, on a, if shit went down here, which could go down here, <laughs> seeing how close this election is, like, we we would, you know, we've talked about, you know, booking it to Austria and finding a spot out in Salzburg or something, or anywhere in the EU, because she's an EU citizen. What language um, do they speak in Austria? German. Does she speak German? German and English. She used to. She came over here speaking german french farsi english and she married you and she became an idiot <laughs> and listen wait no she lost a couple of the languages but um yeah I, she was such a cultured person and then she met you <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> no, 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 no. she was coming I over here it. speaking all these languages and you knocked her up and now she's just Speaking in Silver Lake. All right. All right. She lost those languages before I came into the picture. Thank you very much. Whenever I hear Austria, I just automatically think of Dumb and Dumber. It's like, let's put another shrimp on the body. (laughs) Let's not. Um, Good day, mate. Idiot. (laughs) We actually found, like, when we went to visit, uh, visit Austria before Isabella was born. Uh, we I Googled like coordinates to where they shot the sound of music and I pulled up like these GPS coordinates and <laughs> like we found the rolling hills. It probably would have been much easier than just like following GPS coordinates, but it was definitely more fun to do that. But we have like video and photos of us just, like jumping and rolling through the hills and singing the song. <laughs> it was fun. I'll show you guys some photos. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, we would we we would definitely be open to moving out of out of the U.S. Um, I don't know, man. There's just some places in Europe that the quality of life is uh, it seems better, and everywhere's going to have problems. Everywhere's going to everywhere will be facing climate change issues of one sort of another. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's a uh, I, I, best case scenario. I wish there were some like forest cities. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful forest cities. <laughs> Go to Montana. Yeah, you can, you can give them an electoral vote. Good move to Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, no, that's oh, Obi, you. I mean, will you? I want to know. Like you always, like you say, you'll die in Angelino. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is that still the case? It's. It, yeah. Is that is that still the case? What what would anything make you go somewhere else? I, you know, you know, Mitch, like, just family actually, friends. well, like, you know, my, like, I have a huge family that I've been separated from my entire life. So it was just me, my brother, my sister, my mom, and then my group of friends. I've had the same group of friends since I was 11 years old. And like, we've all, we just formed our little village. That, that's a, that's a really lucky thing to have though, to have friends from that young yeah. and to still be tight today. And that's, that's a rarity. I mean, I've. I have that as well, not from 11, maybe a couple, but as like growing up and getting older, I started to realize like that's not, 
that's not normal i would yeah and like and that's and that was you know because for me like quality of life obviously means affordability also means a lot uh you know safety means a lot there's a lot that goes into it but you know i always for some reason in the back of my head i always thought los angeles get their shit together and like if you asked me that question last year you know i would say 100 percent never leaving los angeles but now i'm not sure you know um when i got back to la you know, uh, over summer and like the height of the first wave or second wave, whatever it was, you know, I'm looking around the city I grew up in and like people like, t uh, tent cities are popping up everywhere. Our streets are falling mm -hmm. to pieces. Our Metro system is a disaster. Like when you're in downtown LA and you look at all these beautiful buildings and all these apartments popping up, 60% of that's empty. And that like, no, no normal person would be able to afford to live there. And then, you know, I have friends that are moving out of LA, like to Diamond Bar or Whittier, you know, like Sa uh, Santa Clarita. Excellent. Well, not that far, just, you know, near Los Angeles, <laughs> but just out of the city, you know, and I, I just, you know, I love LA. I think that it has a lot to offer. There's a lot of culture in LA. Uh, there's a lot of diversity. There's a lot of opportunity, but you know, I'm, I'm starting to get a little skeptical of it just because, uh, you know, this, just like this virus did to almost every aspect of our life, it exacerbated a lot of existing problems that we had in Los Angeles. And it's making me rethink that if, you know, do I want my son to grow up here? You know, um, but I would say the most important thing to me right now is that I'm thinking of, and I've just been on the fence about this is like, what can I do to fix Los Angeles? You know, like what can I do as a citizen and Angelino to make the city better? And that's what I'm thinking. Cause I'm like figuring if, if I can't do anything, yeah, I'm thinking about getting the hell out of there. Thinking about booking it. I mean, this is the seventh year in a row where like more people have moved out than come in yeah. to California. Thank God. Yeah. Four or five is a nightmare. <laughs> Man, that's the benefit. That's the one good thing about COVID. <laughs> smooth sailing on the freeways um but I, I i definitely get what you're saying i have that urge to also like want to fix it and want to do what i can and uh, i mean I, I i have not been doing enough i know but um in my my vision it's in my eyes it's like the biggest thing for me is to try to make it just kind of cleaner and how I, I i know i don't know i don't know yeah i definitely need to look into that more well, besides just the clean part, I think we should all make it a priority, uh, all three of us, to be a mentor at a, a boys and girls club. That's how yeah, you can definitely you, you can definitely start with just helping kids first. Fuck before, them kids! Right? I got my own goddamn problems. I got my own kid. I got to deal with. <laughs> no. why, why do I? I don't need to be. Ex I don't need to shed any of my energy on all those broke ass kids. <laughs> Fuck them. Why the hell would I do that, Mitch? Give me one good America twenty twenty. The hell you vote for at risk kids. <laughs> okay, Trump. Uh, no, Yeezy twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Biden twenty forty. Woo! <laughs> All right, not to get okay. off subject, but did you guys see Kanye's campaign ad? Nope. Oh man, sure didn't. 
so that's going to be another bonus, uh, bonus pod that I'll put out there for all you guys. We'll we'll watch it and then we'll comment. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's it is definitely something. And, you know, a lot of people who aren't from uh, California, you know, it didn't make any sense. But like, you know, Kanye was running for president, but on the California ballot, he was nominated as a VP. VP. <laughs> under another wow. dude i've never heard of <laughs> wait don't you do you have i don't know but do you have to be a do you have to prove that like did he say yeah i'll be no. your vp no you so just- california you know california law uh california law just uh says you have to be nominated to be on our ballot so nobody nominated him to be president in california so uh basically uh this right-wing religious group where that's like we love what he's saying we love how he quotes scripture to uh to justify his points we're gonna not nominate him to be on the ballot but we don't think he's presidential material so we're gonna put this other dude on there and kanye could be as deep and it was i it, it was it was wild it was maddening and like that's another reason like that's another reason why like i love california but i swear to god we have to get our shit together. Like you were saying earlier, like you don't know whether to stay in the city with all the culture and all these things to do or move to the suburb where it's affordable and it's quiet and it's clean. Like I'm not suburbs, the mountains. mountains. (laughs) Suburbs, suburbs, (laughs) affordable. This shit ain't affordable, Blair. Well, I mean, have you been to diamond bar? You can get a house. You can get a house, bro. That that ain't, that ain't the suburbs. That's diamond bar. (laughs) (laughs) And for like, all our um, listeners in Diamond that, Bar, Mitch was just joking. <laughs> no, yeah, I, right. I, that's like the same thing as no, calling the not. suburbs as like Bakersfield and Palmdale. No, no, <laughs> that ain't the suburbs, dude. When's the last time you went? When's the last time you were in Diamond Bar? A few years ago. I had no, I have no reason to ever go back. Um, you know, we're running out of time, and I want to get to this list right now and kind of get your guys' opinions on it, but. Um, I got the top 10 best places to raise a family and in California or in, uh, in the nation, in the nation, the California, California is number 10 on this list. And it's, it's the only city in California, but it's Irvine, which I found odd. (coughs) Really? I mean, that's so boring, man. I think that's what they're basing this off. Like the crime rates low. The median house price for California is under is under a million. Uh, you know, it's like eight hundred and sixty k. Uh, like uh, they have a high rate, uh, especially for Southern California. Uh, they have a high rate of residents, sixty five percent, that say they don't fear for anything. They don't fear for their lives. They don't feel for their stuff. Like that was the big problem with places like North Hollywood, where I lived before, that I loved. But it was really, really annoying, like Sherman Oaks, even like up here in the Bay in San Francisco. I'm not worried about getting murdered. I'm not worried about getting stalked, but I know I got to protect my shit because people are always trying to come up like the city is so rough that people make a career out of stealing your bike, breaking into cars like they're just always trying to come up. And it's like, I don't fear for my life, but that shit is inconvenient. You, me- I remember getting up it's on your mind. Yeah, I like I I remember getting up. Uh, <laughs> I remember like get, I I got my bike stolen. I got my bike stolen from right outside. Like I had two, I had two bolt locks. 
next to four bikes in front of a yoga studio under my apartment complex. And I would ride my bike every day to work. And so I was like, okay, great. This is a good spot. Other people put their bikes there. And in the morning I get down there and I look and there's two other guys standing there. And we both have this bewildered look on our face because all our bikes are gone. And the entire metal rack that was bolted to is gone as well. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, this Damn. is an operation. They're like, knew it was there. They came and swiped it. Uh, you know, like I've seen a guy pull up next to a pickup truck with another car, come up with two drills and just voot, 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 take out the tailgate of a truck. I'm like, what, what? the fuck? Yeah, I, I have, you know, it's just like, it's a business, you know, like, and it's just, I don't want to yeah, be a chop shops, man. Chop yeah. shops. Uh, but yeah, uh, we got to move the mountains. Let's get some land and we can all move up there. We can start like, you know, a, a green, sustainable uh, mountain community. I, I just don't do field work, man. It's just not in my DNA. I'm sorry. Have I have to. like some type of you can, you can help cultural promote, block promote. against working fields. I don't know what <laughs> I, it I was, is. I, 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 was, I was about to say, uh, I was about to say, to be like, history tells me different. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mitch, it wasn't a swear word, but you're going to have to throw money in the swear jar. <laughs> you're going to have to throw money in the swear jar. Oh, see, All right, so funny. Nothing's gonna, funny anymore. I'm going to bust through these next three here. Uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts is also number nine on the list to raise whole family. Bellevue, Washington is number eight. Uh, and number seven is Plano, Texas, which that's wild to me. You know, they have just over 280,000 people. Uh, but guess what the median house price is? Three bedroom, oh. three and a half bath. <sighs> 340k see but wow. that, and that's why a lot of people are that's like everyone's moving to texas too yeah anyone that had money out here is they're on their way to texas i mean they're on get, your, get your money's below. worth it's uh i am gonna get it is it no three percent unemployment and they're adding lots of jobs i mean arizona's the number two for people coming from california yeah. oh really yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. crazy I know a lot of people that have moved to Arizona. Yeah. I mean, Arizona was what, 131 this summer? Like, I can't do that. Yeah, no. Dude, no, 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 no. We have, like, so I think it's very important that you take, if, if you are going to move, if you're going to, if you're, you know, not going to try and fix this place you're living in, or, you know, you just got to get out, I think you have to take climate change into a, into account you're 100 percent um, right you have to because it's uh i mean we're seeing it and it's gonna get worse and and i'm i'm just thinking about you know the foundation i'm trying to leave for isabella and where you know she'll be able to best deal with with what's you know what's happening because even if you know i believe biden will win you start implementing policies that you know, lead us towards renewable energy and all of that. That's going to take years. Still, we're we're going to deal with it. We're, we're not deal with it. Senate. We're not going to take the Senate. Nothing's going to get passed. Right. That. Uh, where does that sit right now? Uh, I think it's forty-eight, forty-eight. Oh my God. Well, our president like right now tells us science is wrong. So I, I agree don't know with about the whole global warming stuff you're talking about. At the risk of mansplaining to the both of you. Climate change isn't a real thing. The climate has been changing ever since I was a kid. 
I would wake up one day and it would be raining. I would wake up. Let me guess. <laughs> it's a different day. <laughs> Park your car in the garage. Close the garage. Turn your your car on with the garage closed. Do I need a hose? See what happens. <laughs> Well, I have a Tesla, so I don't know what that's going to do. Oh, you can move wherever you want then. Oh, man, I got a Tacoma. Now you got a fucking Tesla. (laughs) My job is a free podcast. Uh, but okay, yeah, I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm gonna finish this list and see if any of these cities pop out to you before we, before we move on. And I'll get, I'll have you uh, take us home, Zan. But uh, Overland Park in Kansas is number six on that list. Kansas, but it's not bad. Uh, Columbia, Maryland. I would never live in Maryland unless I had money and I can get like a, a shitload of land. Uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's impressive. Yeah, but a lot of Michigan's blowing it's up so, too right now. It's so cold. It is cold. I mean, yeah, but their summers are beautiful. Yeah, I've only been there in the winter. I don't know how people survive that are on the streets. Dude, you know what just made this list? Arlington, Virginia. That's nuts. Arlington, Virginia, three years in a row voted safest city in America. And let's let's check out the let's check out the diversity here. That shit is full of what? All right, so it's sixty-two percent white, sixteen percent Hispanic, ten percent Asian, seventeen of the population under the age of eighteen. So no blacks. That's why. Told you. Um, so number two on this list is Woodland, Texas. That's the second time Texas is on the top ten. And then number one, uh, say uh, best place to raise a family is Naperville, Illinois. Um. Uh, it is 68% white, 18% Asian, 6% Hispanic. Ooh. No blacks. No blacks. Zero? Zero. That's crazy. Yeah, 0.5% African American. Full of white. Huh, right? It's like the high school I went to. Ayo. Full of white. Um, if it makes yes. you feel any better, I'm just looking up uh, golf courses in Diamond Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that Palm Springs is just covered in golf courses. I, I it so love it. I know you love it. I never live in Palm Springs. No, I mean, there are a lot of people moving Sports. to the desert to Joshua Tree. But no, I, listen, I enjoy playing golf. Yeah, I, I get I get the appeal of the sport. But just to have a ton of golf courses in the desert just seems like, you know, just a little bit of a mismanagement of our of our resources. It's what brings their money. Is there is there no like alternative uh, grass like a fake grass that plays the same way yet? How do how do we not have that yet? Do you know how expensive it would cost to turf a golf course? Probably less expensive than watering it in Palm Springs all the time. Yeah, and good luck trying to get someone to come out to that putt putt bullshit. I'm just saying. I know what I was asking if it was at the level if it if it played the same. Anyways. Regarding climate change in places that should be uh, protected a little bit, uh, a lot of it are colder regions like Buffalo, New York, and Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, Duluth and the, Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota is is Min- Duluth in Minnesota? I don't know. Do you guys know? Should I Google this? <laughs> it is Min- Yeah, it is. Uh, All right, we got Greta Thunberg over here, fucking ranting and raving. <laughs> 
ranting and raving. <laughs> well, here, yeah, listen, guys. Uh, hey, listen, guys. Uh, we're running out of time here. I want to hear from all you guys real quick. Now, would you guys, um, if I just gave you the money that you needed, would you move and where would you move to? So I'll start with you, Mitch. Greece. Greece? Yep. Your economy's in a can. Good move. <laughs> I have the money. Who cares? That's true. Very <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Dan, what about you? <laughs> that, that, it wasn't, I need um, to make a living. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, two places as of now. Either Sintra, Portugal, which is outside of Lisbon, which is a beautiful place, or in the mountains outside of Denver. Okay. Well, either either oh place. God, has but you, you can go do either that now. Well, you could go do I that could. now. I could. I've been looking. So you move to Portugal. So you get like a little I bit would, of a culture with a lot less people with brown skin. Uh, there no. There's there's a good amount of brown skin people out there. I don't, From when I went, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I oh, let's you, all go to Portugal. Where are you going? Told me there. I would love to go to the upper. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, where would Big I sir. go? Oh, uh, where would I go? Um, yeah, I think um, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I had if I had all the money that I needed, I I don't I don't know. I think I would probably go. I would like to go to a place that has like a like. I'd probably go to Montreal, someplace that has like. A, like really good metro system but a place where i can get on the outskirts and get a bunch of land get a bunch of toys and like but still have enough like a good enough commute to like at least get a little bit of culture see some live music go to museums you know but i can always like dip down into my into my compound if i wanted Bump into Drake if you. Yeah, <laughs> if I, got, in the I just got on the bar, watch Degrassi on repeat, maybe see the Beebs. <laughs> Sit up every Raptors game, you know. Yeah, ugh. But, all right, never mind. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you're, on, <laughs> you're welcome. You're on the mindset of of land, though, right? It seems. Yeah, like, I like mean, having... like, yeah, I mean, like, just if you can just get a compound, get some land, and you know, start a vineyard. Get, uh, so if know, you don't, so if you don't do any of the work, how how do you? Oh, you have all the money, so it's I have okay. all the money, man. Yeah. I got people for yeah, that. Yeah. I have a yeah, guest yeah. house. I have a guest house. It's a five bedroom guest house on the other side of the lot, and that's where the help lives. You know, probably end up hiring a family that's, uh, you know, send his kids or her kids to college, and they'll work the land. And when they're done, they'll move out. I'll get a new family to help. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, see, that's why I'd just be on a grease beach, oh, dude. Man. Yeah, a see, like I've always wanted to live on a beach, but I'm just, I'm terrified of a tsunami. But I guess I'm just, you know, I'm, I, I've always lived in California, so I know that that seven point six is coming, <laughs> and that yeah, it's, it's around the coming. fucking, it's that, that bitch is around the corner. Yeah, Cascadia, <laughs> the Cascadia fault line. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Well, you guys, I'm glad to hear. Uh, um, it's very interesting to hear all your per- different perspectives on where to live, and where to grow up. Um, Is it? Yeah, I think it, I think it was very helpful. Like finding out okay. that, you know, we all have a tie to at least giving our kids a little bit of culture, but we all still are 
pretty much in love with our roots. Yep. You know, like Mitch left, and, uh, and guess where, where? Where's Mitch now? Right where he started, just like all of us. You know, <laughs> she back. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to like. L.A. is. I mean, California is such an awesome place. I mean, the fires are. With you know, fires and a lot of the things that you mentioned. You both of you mentioned. You know, make it are making it much harder right now. But you know, I, I was lucky enough to grow up in high school. Jump in one car, go surf in the morning in winter, and then come back jump in another car that was already loaded up with the, with the snowboarding and skiing stuff and then like go hit up mountain high for yeah. a night session yeah like, where the fuck can you do that that is Serve true in the morning ski at night i mean what that is uh, true and it's uh it's i just i mean if if the air quality got on you know under control and fires and i don't think I, we would leave yeah, that that I mean that is so true. That is so true. I remember going up to I remember going up to Big Bear one weekend, coming back, going to work for two days uh, with a bunch of guys at X Factor. And that weekend, we went dirt biking in the desert. You know, like without, without on the same take of gas. You know, <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, thank you guys. We're gonna take another break, and then we're gonna get to our last segment, uh, Papa's Pulpit. So stick around. And we'll be right back. you guys have made it welcome 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 and we appreciate you this is papa don't preach and this is our last segment papa's pulpit this is a segment where we all air out our grievances or things that are just rubbing us the wrong way sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad but first up to the pulpit mitch keith tell us what's irking you Oh, what's really irking me is uh, that LA is missing out on a double championship parade. Our Lakers, our Dodgers. Like show. I, I want to see Le- LeBron and Mookie just fucking champagneing everywhere and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just enjoying life, um, as well as you know Corey Seager MVP. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> And I definitely think it's worth the virus bite. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to breathe out. I, I, I won't be there. I'll watch it on TV. But all you dumb dumbs, go ahead and go get it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I am bummed that I'm not going to see two championship parades because if this bullshit was not going on, I 100% no ifs ands or buts. I would be at that doctor parade. Yeah, I wonder if they would do like a collective thing. Like, you think they would have? Because uh, I don't, I don't think. Because like usually, you know, Lakers win a championship, and then very next week there's a parade. Like Dodgers win, very next week there's a parade. Do you think they would have had some type of LA celebration? I think uh, so. Yeah, but at the same time, like this would only happen be like them both winning the championship so close because of the virus. So there wouldn't yeah. have been. I mean. You know, just just fuck it. Just everyone go get the virus and let's celebrate. The <laughs> <laughs> like, oh what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? I think they could. I think they could have done like um, 
like a, a do it at Dodger Stadium in the parking lot somewhere and have you know sell or give away tickets to where you have to stay in your cars and have it so, kind of socially distanced in that the car. So that sounds lame. awful. Okay, well, <laughs> well, fine. Just suck it. <laughs> you don't get you don't you don't get it. You don't get your parade. And I know, deal with and it. I'd rather not have it than go sit in my car in Dodger fucking stadium, fucking park. <laughs> Just buy a car. Huh? Yeah, imagine me and my do- my little my little. Uh, <laughs> I got my little Mookie jersey in my hat that's all dirty because I don't wash it because I'm scared that the Dodgers would have lost. And I'm sitting in my 1999 ML Mercedes, fucking overheating, <laughs> honking my horn. Making sure my battery doesn't die and revving my engine, going, oh, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> now that you break it down, yeah, I get it. It takes six oh, hours to get, out of that, to get out of that fucking parking lot. Dude, I'm going to be Ugh. bringing a blanket. I know I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where we live now. Uh, I, I showed up with a fifth of my skull and I'm here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be what's bothering you. Uh, well, thank you for your pulpit, good sir. Um, so right now, you know, we're just we're still waiting for the results of the election. We're recording this day after the election. And one of the things that are really bothering me is every time we have an election, I just get reminded about how unengaged Americans are and how well our corrupt government has sold the idea that your voice doesn't matter. So you might as well stay home like that was one of Trump's best arguments to against Hillary Clinton that he tried to do against uh, that he tried to do against Biden was like, yeah, I might be a piece of shit, but I mean, she's way worse. Like, at least I'm telling you how bad I am. She's way worse. You know, uh, 2000, uh, 2014, we had a 23 percent vote. Uh, we had 23 percent of registered voters show up to vote. 2018 it was like landmark biggest turnout and it was only 53 percent and here for a presidential fucking election the most polarized election we've ever had we only have 65 percent of registered voters that's registered voters so that's not even counting the people who are of age who are citizens who are not registered to vote and it's just disgusting and like you see the media tatting this like this makeshift congratulatory uh, congratulatory parade like oh my god this is the biggest turnout we've had in uh, a century so many americans coming out to vote and it's just fucking embarrassing we sit here and we complain about all this shit and we do not do the work like i'll admit this is the first time i've ever been engaged in a campaign where i was calling phone banking phone texting i was getting engaged to get people out to vote and i i saw firsthand how hard it is to for people to put down their fucking phones and get out there and give a shit about something like Mitch has brought this up plenty of times. Like we are the, it's me, me, me country. Like it's only about me. I don't care about my neighbors. I don't care about the dude across the fucking way. I don't give a shit. And it's always, always pissed me off. And it's never, ever gotten to my fucking soul the way it has this year. I am happy that we have 65%. I am happy that people got out there and vote. I am happy that we had this opportunity, but I just want everyone to realize that this happiness is clouded by shame. It's embarrassing. Australia has a 95 to 96 voter turnout. It is against the law in Australia not to vote. You get fined if you do not vote. They make it a. We should have that here. 
Like why they have it on a Saturday. Ours is on a Tuesday in the middle of the day. They start closing down voting booths. They, we make it difficult here to vote. And it's just fucking embarrassing. I can go on all day, but that's my pulpit. It really, really rubs me the wrong way. And as Mitch has said in the past, now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, but don't you, think, don't you think that we, like, you know, like I had stated earlier to where, you know, and you had just brought up with, uh, you said Australia, correct, on a Saturday? Yeah. If we, if, we, if we made it a holiday, I wouldn't mind the uh, being, being fined. But I think people just don't, they're more interested in social media and someone else's lives than they are with what's going on in their own country. That's just, I mean, they'll be more interested yeah. if they know that they're going to get a $100 fine or something if, if they don't vote. I didn't realize that they fine you in Australia. I, I wish they did that here. Yeah, it's like a like twenty dollar fine that doubles every year you don't every year you don't vote. Huh, I didn't know that. That's I mean, we sh- we should be doing that here. Like, we're supposed to. I'm excuse me, the tequila's kicking in. <laughs> we're supposed to be the beacon of you know the beacon uh, of opportunity, and it's just it's pathetic. I I, I feel you, man. I feel it, and it, it's just it's so frustrating. Yeah, that it's built. It's by design. It, it's by design. Yes, like it when they say, like you know, like democracy. It's not democracy. Isn't about freedom. I get that. That's not what the democracy about. The, that's the feature. The feature is freedom. But democracy, like the point of democracy, the whole point, the greatest part about it is the ability to govern. It's for the people by the people. But if you're not voting, it's not by anybody. Like the reason that you have so much poverty here, the reason that people are disenfranchised is because if the people aren't regulating the government, the government is only going to take care of the rich, the well-off and the corporations. That's it. Like people who like, that's why they don't want poor people to vote. That's why they don't want infringed communities to vote. Because if they do, it would it would replicate what America actually is. It will show us for our true colors, and we would have people fighting for us, fixing our roads, making sure. Like, the fact – like, think about what happened. They rammed through a Supreme Court justice before America got a stimulus package for – a virus that has destroyed small businesses has killed over 230,000 people. They rather get their agenda through to protect citizens United to protect their bottom line than help the people. And that's the country that we live in. And I, you know, speaking of moving out, it's just like, do I stay here and fix it? Or should I, should I just get the fuck out of here? Should I stay or should I go? I don't know what the fuck to do. Like it's fucking nuts. It's that's real, man. I mean, fuck that. Yes, I agree with you. And, and it's and it's a it's a real conversation. And, and I, I feel like if you're not really thinking about that, you're not you're not uh, if, it's not, if, if, if it's not just crossing your mind, you're you're not being realistic. I, I, I don't know. That's just do they give a if any I don't know if either one of you know, it's something I haven't seen. Do they give an age bracket of who's voted? They do. Uh, yeah. um, I don't, We've, I don't uh, have for the la- for the 2018 midterms and uh, what's, what's right, right now what we do have, they have the, now right uh, for 18 to 29. We've had the highest that's been the highest recorded in American history. A turnout, okay. but for uh, 18 to 29, 
registered okay. voters. Uh, in the about our age range? Our age range, so don't get depressed, but our age range has the lowest voter turnout. Did you I say age rage? Because that works. Yeah. I hope, <laughs> That's our age rage. I heard, I heard age rage. Well, your tequila kicking in. My whiskey's kicking in. To me, that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah, our age range. Uh, our age range is the lowest voter turnout, and we are the. Uh, I think it's twenty-five to thirty-five. Yeah, mm. it's like uh, it's like yeah, I, it's a like, yeah. That's our yeah. The millennials. Um, in the midterms, we turned out great but it's still very very low and you want to hear the most depressing part about that statistic uh millennials right now the average millennial working in any metropolitan uh, city has two jobs and uh, it's like no does not own a home two jobs either living with their parents or renting and yeah we just don't got the time and it's very very terrible it's very very depressing but that's, i mean that's which i said and what but i and i think this year millennials took over like the uh, highest population of the united states i believe mm, i don't know look that up but you might be right i'm gonna have to look that up and start, these so baby boomers are when, the greatest generation so uh, i'm pretty sure 2020 is the year or maybe it's next year, but to where we're very, very close of being the highest population. And so when you read that statistic of millennials having to work two jobs, you know, there's, <laughs> they're in no financial situation to buy a home. There's a reason why there's people aren't voting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mitch is right. Highest age, 37. In the U.S., See? millennials. So, so like people, like, and that's the thing. Like, we can get so mad about it, but we have to look at our own situation to where we're trying to, like, at our age, we're trying to figure out a way to live. And you know what I have to do? I have to take care of my family. I would take i I go to work. I would go to work before I go vote to make sure that dinner comes to my family or rent can be paid. Like, that's a shitty, shitty thing. So, Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Good. Good luck because I'm always. I'm. Oh, my family become comes first before any. Counterpoint. In the fucking world. Mitch, it, it takes you longer to pay a round of golf than it does to vote, and we have mail-in voting here. And I know for one. Yeah. Thing, we, okay. Okay. I well, I voted. So yeah. Well, matter, what I'm. So, but but that, what I'm saying is. I've had the leisure but, of. I've had the leisure of being able to go vote. So you're, you're talking to the wrong person when you say, I can go, like, I get to go golf. I, I well, find the time to vote. Well, what I'm saying is that for people in our age range, uh, we actually, like, it, to, to go to a polling place is shitty. That is shitty. Like, I feel bad for the people in Atlanta. I feel bad for the people in Pennsylvania. I feel bad for the people in Michigan, the people in fucking uh, Arizona, the people who are waiting on lines that are like seven, eight, nine, ten hours long. And it's by design. And, you know, if I'm retired, I can go get my little beach chair and sit in line and vote and exercise that right, especially when you've lived through the civil rights movement, four different fucking wars, a draft. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking voting because I earned it. I have friends and family who died for this. You know, as, uh, 
you know, you have an entire community, the Latino community, the the black community, the black African community, and the Indian community. People have been disenfranchised. The Native American community, like by design, the way that we vote is directed to disencourage those groups from voting. And, you know, we were talking about it in an earlier pod. I think it was like episode one or two, like South Carolina legislator, Supreme Court found that their voting laws disenfranchised African-Americans with surgical precision. Jesus Christ. That's what the Supreme Court said. You know, like they found old memos about how to, you know, same thing, like what what they they had all the data, what time to keep them open, what cities to keep them in. Like it was it was nuts. But anyway, I'm gonna get depressed. That's what my pulpit is. It bothers the shit out of me. Dan, take us out on a high note, player. Dan, we heard we heard that you have a high note for us. I do, I do, and I hope it I hope it spreads to you guys. Um it will. so a few days ago. We were at a, a park because luckily the parks have opened up and uh, I saw Isabella's confidence just jump exponentially <laughs> and uh, and all it took was jumping on, you know, those rope climbing gyms where it's like the, the hard rope that's kind of set up at an angle where you can climb on top of it or hang from underneath it. And do you know what I'm talking about? Like at a fair? No, 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 at like a, at a park, at a like a, a kids playground park. It's like the, the it's kind of like a it looks like a spider web kind of, um, and you can and it's hard rope. Hey, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like the the uh, what was that show? Uh, Gap. There. Nah, that it was the one where they had all the different nations and there was a big boulder you had to run from. Guts. We're in the Something world of like San Diego. Guts. No, no boulders. No boulders well, on this one. There's but... no boulders, but yeah, I know what you're talking no about. Boulder, no boulders yeah. rolling down on kids. Yes. Yeah, so all it took, so all <laughs> it took for her to like have this like big jump in confidence was, <laughs> she went underneath it, like grabbed, like kind of jumped a little bit and grabbed on, and was like swinging on it under her own power, and then like lifting her legs up and like kind of pulling herself up some, and then after that she started. Like before she would, you know, go around the playground and climb up things, but, you know, looking around and be a little bit more, you know, ob- as an observer. But after she did that, she started running around. She was yelling. She ran up to some like drums and started drumming on them and dancing and like took off on her own. It was, it was, um, it was amazing. It was so cool. And all it took That's was awesome. just climbing on this little fucking thing and swinging her legs around and just feeling like, Oh, and she was faster. She was running around faster, significantly faster, because like she felt like, oh, I have some strength. Or like there was just that's awesome. Being able to do this under her own power just really motivated her. Um, she just gained it was a little, cool. little bit of Was that because of the park or she didn't know she had? Wait, what? Who asked what now? Well, I agree <laughs> with Mitch. She was getting uh, confidence that she didn't know she had, but. Do you think it was because of the yes. park or because of you guys or because of the kids that she was around? Like, where did she get that from? I think it was specifically from her going onto that, like, climbing spiderweb thing and jumping on, doing something. It's like, she hasn't hadn't done that before mm-hmm. and, and, like, swinging her legs up and, like, swinging on her own power and, like, climbing up a little bit onto it and, like, feeling like, okay, 
I can do this or, and, and it just was, it, I, I just made her feel stronger, I guess. or just made her feel more confident. And it was, it was amazing. It was cool. Mm. I yeah. mean, as, as an adult, has anyone ever had that like feeling of like doing something for the first time and being like, Oh shit, I can do this. Um, yeah, it hasn't happened in a minute. I would say, unfortunately, stop when you're a kid. I I would say the first time I ever uh, DJed a wedding, you know, I had like shitty equipment. I had this rinkety hard drive, and you know, I got paid like 150 bucks to do it. It was last minute. I got a call the day before because uh, the music uh, the music backed out, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do it." And you know, when I said it, my heart dropped. I've never DJed in front of a, a huge crowd like that before. I know how weddings go. And, you know, through the whole wedding, like I had a few fuck ups. I didn't have some songs that people wanted, you know, and they, I had to borrow the mic from the studio. But, you know, I had a few moments where we did like this, the standard wedding shit. We did shout a little bit softer now, you know, like uh, we did celebration. We did a big entrance for the bride. And, you know, after that, I was like packing up and I was all I was thinking about was like all the things that I kind of fucked up. And then I finally like I was like, well, no, I did it like I had it. I, I did this. I actually got it. And then as people started coming out, like every because I was parked in the front to load in all my gear. So everybody was coming out. Everybody stopped by to say like, oh, that was amazing. Like, do you have a car? And I was like, no, I don't. I'm the human amateur. <laughs> <laughs> You know, two weeks later, I had my space. Yeah, like two weeks later, I had the Vista print cards with my name on it that said, you know, print 100 cards, print 500 cards for free, vistaprint.com on the back. You know? <laughs> uh, since, you, since you gave out like the shout, I just, uh, the, they're making a Wedding Crashers too, FYI. No way. Are they yes, really? Nobody yes. wants that. They don't uh, need to I do, do that. I do. Why? No, you don't. Yeah, no, you because. Don't. I don't see them fucking it up. I don't. I don't I, think. I don't I, think Vince Vaughn will let that happen. But what is it going to be know. about? Maybe. I mean, Vince, Vince Vaughn's fifty. Is it years their old. things? Like, have you seen the? Have you seen the previews for his new movie where he turns into a chick? It's a serial killer. Uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, the Freaky Friday movie. It's to, yeah, still it's looks hilarious. Freaky. That's true. That's true. I love. I, I love Vince Vaughn and Owen right. Wilson's fucking hilarious. Well, I I'm wanna, I actually want to talk. I think that might be something to talk about. Is uh, we keep on bringing it up, but remakes and movies and like our childhood movies. Oh God! Uh, for next week, <laughs> you guys, we're we're out of time here. Uh, I don't want to cut anybody off, but we're out of time here. Um, but I want to thank you guys for taking the time as usual. Um, it's great to have you guys up here. You guys, this is the best crew in the podcasting business. I got Mitch no, Keith. I, I got Thank you. Dan Moscow. <laughs> don't worry, I'll meet you for that, Zan. It's all good, but I'll keep it in. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Blaine Pierre, our producer. Another shout out to DNA, oh, who does our up. music. Blaine uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Papa Don't Preach. Come back next week. We appreciate you and we love you. Democracy will prevail. Yeezy 2020. <laughs> we can do it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> One love, Trump 2020. <laughs> yeah. That's not even funny. It's a little funny. Why? Why? No, it is not. Who do you want, Yeezy or Trump? Your choice. Yeah, if you had to pick between Yeezy and Trump, who would you pick? I think it would go Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, you're the idiot of this group. <laughs> <laughs>